You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. I just got back from DEF CON, which was amazing and you should probably check it out sometime. And I noticed that there was a conversation I kept having with different people. It was about Telegram. People would mention talking to each other on there and I'd explain why I didn't recommend it for privacy. Those I chatted to were often shocked. After all, Telegram is a wildly popular app that's attracted over 800 million users worldwide and it markets itself as private and encrypted. But the reality Reality is, Telegram is one of the last apps I'd recommend you use if you're looking for private communication. I thought it was important to make a short video explaining why, because I don't want people being misled about the tools that they use due to impressive marketing campaigns. First, let's talk about group chats. It's one of the main draws of the platform. People love Telegram groups. And Telegram proudly says, by default, all groups and channels you make are private. Sounds great. But but is super misleading. Private is one of those squishy words that could mean anything. What Telegram means by this is that your groups aren't open for randos to pop into. Telegram doesn't support end-to-end -end encryption for group chats, which means that Telegram has the ability to read all your messages, see all your photos, access all your documents, as does any hacker who manages to steal their key, or any government who forces them to hand over access. It's pretty egregious for them to call their group chats private and they should have probably said the groups are closed instead. Now let's look at one-to-one -one messages. By default, these are also not end-to-end -end encrypted. Unless you've specifically chosen otherwise, all messages, photos, documents, etc. shared in one-to-one -one chats are again accessible to Telegram and whoever else manages to get access. Now it is possible to enable something called a secret chat. This does end-to-end -end encrypt one-to-one -one messages, but people rarely use this or are even aware that this is necessary in order to have privacy on the platform because so many incorrectly presume that their messages are already private. Telegram doesn't seem to try to correct this misunderstanding on their frequently asked questions page, it asks why not just make all chats secret? And I really dislike how they answer. They say all Telegram messages are always securely encrypted. Messages in secret chats use client-to-client -client encryption, while cloud chats use client-server, server-client encryption, and are stored encrypted in the Telegram cloud, yada yada. The average person isn't going to understand what this means and that there's a big difference between the privacy provided by end-to-end -end encryption versus encryption in transit. With end-to-end -end encryption, only you and the recipient can access the messages. With encryption in transit, Telegram and potentially others can also access them. In fact, Zoom was sued for muddying these waters and misleading users about the actual privacy that they were getting on the platform. Similarly, I find Telegram's answer incredibly dishonest. They use the blanket term encryption when the the question specifically asked about secret chats, i.e. end-to-end encryption. Why not make all my messages secret? Well, all your messages are securely encrypted. 
it sidesteps the question in a very deceptive way, and it makes it seem like people are getting more privacy than they are. But also, it's a good question. Why aren't all messages on Telegram secret by default? Well, they mention mass adoption as a reason, and I can understand not implementing this when they first launched. But 10 years later, with a user base of 800 million, and they still have it set up to be able to access everyone's messages by default while telling everyone that their platform is private? That's concerning to me. It would be like Facebook and Twitter advertising themselves as private messaging platforms, because somewhere in the settings you can technically turn on end-to-end -end encryption. I wonder how many people have left themselves vulnerable because they didn't understand the actual privacy protections that they were getting. As Snowden said, Telegram's defaults are dangerous, and without a major update, it's unsafe. Then there's the encryption protocol they use, called MT-PROTO, which stands for Mobile Telegram Protocol. It's been criticized by cryptography experts because instead of an established and thoroughly vetted encryption standard, they developed MT-PROTO themselves. Cryptography is really complicated and requires careful analysis and review to ensure the confidentiality, integrity, and authenticity of data. Industry standard encryption protocols go through rigorous analysis and testing, and home-baked solutions typically don't undergo the same scrutiny. This makes them more risky. Moxie Marlinspike, co-author of the Signal Protocol Encryption Standard, which has come to be accepted as the gold standard for encrypted messages and used by countless platforms, hypothesized that when Telegram first came out with its strange home-baked encryption standard, that all the security experts were so busy talking about that that nobody mentioned that it's all plain text by default. Now keep in mind that Moxie did create the competing private messaging app Signal, and that over the years there has been ongoing study of MT-PROTO. Vulnerabilities have been found and they've been patched. According to some cryptography experts, its widespread use and ongoing development does demonstrate a certain level of robustness. But it's worth noting that there are other cryptography experts who still have reservations about MT-PROTO due to the protocol's initial design and the lack of transparency in its development process. The final thing that I want to talk about is who might be getting access to your data on Telegram. Telegram claimed that they don't hand over data to third parties. And in fact, the CEO of Telegram, Pavel Durov, has been known to stand his ground when it comes to government demands for data. Telegram's founder, Pavel Durov, refused to give Kremlin access to users' messages, and that got the app banned. What's interesting in this standoff is that Russia later unbanned Telegram due to some agreement that was made between them. TechCrunch reported on a similar situation recently when Iraq's telecom ministry banned Telegram over security concerns because many channels were publishing the private data of citizens and officials such as names, addresses, and family ties with other people. The ministry demanded that Telegram reveal the sources that were leaking this data. And then, according to the ministry, the response of the company that owns the application, i.e. Telegram, to the requirements of the security authorities satisfied Iraq enough to lift the ban. We don't know what kind of agreements have been made between this Dubai-based messaging platform and various governments around the world. Telegram might not hand over anything, but the point is that 
they could. They could be forced to and given gag orders so that they can never talk about it. It happens all the time. The whole point of an encrypted messenger is that you don't have to trust anyone other than the people you're communicating with. A good private messaging platform will deliberately put your data out of their own reach so as to not have access to that data in the first place. On Telegram, your messages, photos, private moments are sitting there forever, available for them to browse, for anyone to hack, or for a government to subpoena. And all you have is their word that this won't ever happen. No one is able to make such guarantees, and you should be skeptical of those who do. By contrast, Meredith Whitaker, president of Signal, reminds us that they go to great lengths to not collect any data about people. This is a more expensive, more complex, and more time-consuming way to run a messaging service. But it's also more private, because it's the only way to ensure that they can keep their privacy commitments to the people who rely on them. In fact, every time Signal have been subpoenaed for information, they've been able to respond that they have none to hand over. If you'd like a side-by-side -side comparison of a whole bunch of different messaging platforms, we have two videos that dive into the worst offenders and the best solutions that are linked in the description. Basically, private isn't a term that you should just take at face value. It's often used in a vague and misleading way that doesn't align with a user's expectations of how their data is actually being protected. It's essential to look beyond this label and learn the details of how platforms are safeguarding or not safeguarding your information. Telegram is probably not the private messenger you're looking for. NBTV is funded by community donations. If you'd like to support our free educational content, please visit nbtv.media support and take a look at our book, Beginner's Introduction to Privacy, that also supports our channel. Don't forget to subscribe and also subscribe on Library too, which is a more private way of watching our videos. Thank you so much for watching through till the end. By the way, if you're interested in privacy and understanding the way that your data can be leaked or stolen, DEF CON is a super cool event that you might consider. If you plan to attend next year, let me know so that we can hang out. It was really cool to meet so many of the MBTV community there this year. Thank you for coming up and saying hi. I appreciate you. I'm a Bitcoin